Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. We have an exciting guest on the show today. We have the multi-talented Moxie Cox in the studio. You may know her from her work with the Suicide Girls, but this sex-positive bombshell is also a blogger, a sex toy enthusiast, a sex educator, radio personality, and so much more. From her favorite sex toys, sex positions, and more, we're getting into it all today. Nothing will be held back. This is it. We're getting into it. This is the real sex talk here with Moxie and Menace. Hello. How you doing? I've been wanting to do this. So I've known Moxie for years, and I've been wanting to do a show like this with her for a really long time. So I'm happy to be doing it I know, you've been talking about her for Evs. In the, in the circle of trust. This is the circle of trust. I got it. <laughs> yeah. First, you guys, I got, I got to just talk about, because I know All we're right. going to talk about, because I love talking to other people mm-hmm. who know about sex toys. Yeah. You review mm-hmm. them on your website. Yeah. But first, I got to tell you all about a product that has changed my life. And not just because I give amazing like orgasms, because duh, a lot of great sex toys do this. But have you heard of the Intensity? It's by Pormois, and it's actually, it started off as a medical device, basically. It looks like a rabbit vibrator, but what it does is it does your Kegel exercises for you with electrostimulation, because a lot of, you know how important it is to right. work your pelvic floor, right, Moxie? So, you know, I always talk about the benefits. I'm like, do it at traffic light. Like, get download my iPhone app, Kegel Camp. It'll remind you. But we're like, oh, yeah, you reminded me, and then I got a phone call. You sit on your bed, you do it five times a week, you insert it, and it, like, measures to the side of whatever your pelvic floor is. You can, like, adjust it. And then you spend five to six minutes, and your pelvic floor muscles will become so strong, which we know you have stronger orgasms, um, urinary incontinence, all this stuff. Plus, it's a rabbit vibrator. So after that, you do your five minutes a day, and then you have a little orgasm or a big friggin' orgasm. It's the coolest machine. I believe that it's a medical device meets sex toy. And medical might make you all sound so scary there. Just a doctor invented it because so many women have problems well, with this. Yeah, and that's, that's the root of sex toys, isn't it? Is it in the, medic, in the medical industry? That's the reason sex toys were invented in the first place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then this one has all these you know, benefits that you're, it targets your G-spot, your clitoris. It uses electrostimulation, which sounds scary that it is because it's not all scary. It's actually find it like really relaxing and meditative. Um, you guys are going to check this out. Go to pornmoi.com slash Emily. Also, if you want to learn more about the intensity and how it changes your life, check out our latest sex toy review podcast, Sex Toy Review. It's called Intense and Unplugged. And I've been doing this for 10 years. I've never had so many responses to a product that I've talked about in my life. We literally got 50 emails about it. Um, every day we get more. And it's a really good one. So check out our blog. Check out our review. You'll love it. Again, go to pornmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all that good stuff, because we do a lot of goddamn podcasts and a lot of good things so you can have better sex. I know. How many podcasts are you up to I'm nowadays? Like, I lost touch. I lost count after like 2,000. It must be mm-hmm. like But how many are you putting out a month? Oh, I put out two weeks, so eight a month. 
Awesome. Yeah, yeah I ran into a, a Sex with Emily listener just recently, and he listens to all of them. I love that. And he that. loves that you always have fresh content, because a lot of people that podcast, they maybe only put one out a month or something like yeah. that. You got to wait and we, we And you know what the thing is? you're I just love, pumping them out every I pump, day. I've never stopped. I mean, this <laughs> yeah. is, and, I, and I owe this to you, Menace. A lot of it is that, so when I started Moxie, I was just doing a podcast, you know, in my living room, just as a hobby, 10 years ago. And then I, like which never happens. I got a live radio show on CBS Radio where Menace was just a little person there. Little, I little man. I helped her to understand the fundamentals <laughs> of radio. He was working the board and he was sleeping at the radio station at the time. <laughs> um, but we started out that way, which is pretty awesome how and we met. I made sure we kept her license because... Yeah, she, I almost lost it because you can't swear on the radio apparently. Mm-hmm. You can't say masturbation. But the best thing is even when the station went out of business and I didn't have a live show, I was like, I got to keep doing it. Menace, through thick and through thin, we've always like every week turned out at least one or two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Even when you guys were, you were in LA and Menace was yes, in San Francisco. Yes, we would yeah, do yeah, it with my little, sh- my little crappy yeah. device. We'd be like putting it, like we tried. And then yeah, we would like, here for me, but he won't admit it. <laughs> Yeah, when she was in uh, she was in Los Angeles, I was in San Francisco. I'm like, all right, how can we still do the radio show together? So what we would do, we would hit record on. Uh, she would hit record in LA on a system. I'd be sitting in a closet because yeah. there's bad sound in my house. <laughs> and I would hit record in San Francisco, and then we would talk to each other over a cell phones with earbuds, and then I would match up the audio where it sounded like we're in the studio together. That's yeah. a cheap way of doing it. Yeah, people. well, the real I didn't way have a fancy studio. Like thousands of dollars. Yeah. But it was but, good. We've always, yeah. What I'm saying is we've always kept the band together. Yeah, but in the, the listeners have always been super loyal, so that's cool. So I thank know. you, people, for downloading. They have. Thank but you, But this everyone. is all you. This is your show. I'm just here. One You're of your minions of yeah, many right. that you have. Uh, I don't know that many minions. But but I also want to say that um, I just want to thank everyone, too, because this last month, it's been crazy. We've had so many even more listeners and downloads, and we've been hearing from just people across the board. Maybe it's because you've been talking about it a lot, Menace. And now we've got Moxie on. I know. So now it's going to change the whole de- Like The whole Dude. thing's going to go friggin' crazy. You had to pull me down from San Francisco, too. I, I know. When did you get here from San Francisco? I, I've been here just a year and a half. I was in LA and then I moved to San Francisco for a year and then I came back to LA. Why so, did you leave San Francisco? I, you too know, cold, not, I, not enough too cute cold, people. not enough cool people. Yeah, I know. I'm cute I'm, people. Oh, and cute. Yeah, not enough guys. I didn't know that until I moved here. That everyone's like, everyone there is ugly, which is such a bad <laughs> thing to say because I don't think that's true, but people make those jokes. I mean, if you're a seven, you can go to L, uh, you can go to San Francisco and be a ten. But no, we used to joke. My friends that like sevens true. think they're tens. I'm like, no, it's true. So it's I'm true. Not, am it's I not true. really a ten? People have like crappy attitudes. It's true. I Sucks. agree, hundred well, percent. I'm glad we're all here now. So we can <laughs> we're all celebrate. together in one room. I know, I like, love it. San Francisco is a beautiful city. The only thing that makes it crappy is a lot of people inside of it, and it's a lot of people that are not actually even Whoa, from. Menace. Yes. No, no, are, no are not from actually, anywhere. Well, I was born and raised well, in, you're like the only in one. there. <laughs> I know, okay. but I'm just saying, and I think that's what also gives LA uh, a bad rap too. Is a lot of people that come from you know some random town where like they the were shit. like the a shit. nerd or something yeah or they Can come I here and then they reinvent themselves and become a complete douche and give a city uh, a bad name and i think that's right. what happens in san francisco a lot too yeah it happens everywhere but you can but still find cool people you can't find cool people and I'm, I'm starting i mean it's been three years i've been here now can mm-hmm. you believe but i feel how like how many I, people have you slept with since you've been here oh geez how much um you know not as many as you'd think yeah. Do I really have to answer that question? I don't answer questions like that. I yeah. feel like I went through a huge dry spell when I moved to San Francisco. Yeah. There was a period of time where I was like, I don't have a regular fuck buddy. I haven't slept with anyone in two months, which is a huge deal for me. Yeah. And then I moved back to Los Angeles and it was like, wham, bam, thank you, man. How did you Right meet back guys? on track. How do you meet well, guys? Was it guys being, because they're, they're pusses it in was, San Francisco, right? They're not uh, aggressive at all? 
I don't know what it was. We so used many, to say that, like, check your yeah, balls at the Golden Gate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, a lot of mommy issues in San Francisco. A lot of uh, negative reactions to any, like, female being aggressive or, like, sexual in any way. Right. Um, and I used did a lot of online dating Tinder, OkCupid, to f- meet guys and girls. And uh, it was there was some bad experiences. So mm-hmm. when you got here, was when you moved to L.A., did you mm-hmm. find that it was... Just uh, yeah, I mean, I was again wonderful. still using online dating, and also I had kind of like a. I mean, I had lived in LA for six years before I moved to San Francisco, so I had already like, like cultivated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was back, and I was back with renewed energy, and I'm ready I, to go. I remember when you moved to San Francisco. I'm like, why are you moving here? <laughs> yeah. Because it just seemed like it wouldn't be your scene. It yeah, was not. It wasn't her it jam. Was, she had to check it out. <laughs> People idealize San Francisco. The thing is, and I love it's, it's still in my heart. Yeah. I was there for 20 years, but. It's a beautiful city, mm-hmm. you know. I find interesting people. You know, you're not as caught up in the looks and the glamour of celebrity. It's not about that. It's about like who you are as a person. Right. No one cares what car you drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, some people do where you go, but not my people. But I do think that LA has just been. I've met so many interesting people. It's just been a good change, I think. Yeah. And I think people are more laid back here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Nicer. Like you know, if my contract doesn't get renewed, I'm no. packing no. it up and going no. back. Menace. That will not happen. That will I, never happen. I grew up in the Bay Area, so oh, you did? yeah. Yeah, so my childhood was all there, and um, I think in moving back to San Francisco, I was kind of like, oh, I'll be closer to my family, and it'll be good, and I just never found my people there, and I was like, I need to get back yeah, to Yeah, it LA. takes a while to find your people mm-hmm. everywhere, but San Francisco, people often say it's very clicky, and it's harder, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I thought the kink scene was going to be super amazing in San Francisco because of kink.com and the Armory, and I did a lot of events with them, but... I still was not ever plugged in the way that I was in Los Angeles. Right. And so you're really, okay, so just to give you some more background on Moxie, you're, I've got just your nude model, Mm -hmm. sex toy expert, psychology student, sex positive activist, Mm -hmm. uh, California native, you love listening to music, perusing used bookstores when you're not getting naked. Yeah. I I had a experience recently I just started school again and so I walked into one of my psychology classes on the first day um, and my professor looks at me and he goes, you look vaguely familiar. And I was like, uh, and I know, of course, it's like I've been naked on the internet for a decade. So at some point, I'm sure he's run into me. But I'm just like, oh, did you teach at Cal State LA? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, just looking at me with that look. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. He's now. like, did he ever figure it out? I don't know if he has. I don't, I don't know. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm, I'm sure, because you're like, yeah. Do people come to you all the time and say, you look familiar? Sometimes. I mean, I was in New York recently and um, I walked into a coffee shop and some guy came running in after me and he was like, uh, you, you, um, I forget your name, but I follow you on Instagram. No. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay, so you're, you're Moxie Cox? Yeah, MoxieCox.com is my blog and that's where I write about um, sex toy reviews and other things sexually related. Um, but I mean, I've been moxie suicide. I became a suicide girl in 2008. So that's been a while now. And yeah, I, let's talk about suicide girls. Not yeah. everybody knows what suicide, suicide girls are. So can you yeah. give, us, give us a little I brief. think of suicide girls as kind of like the alternative playboy was the original kind of thing of it. So it's it's girls that are you know confident and maybe alternative looking, getting naked and and kind of coming together and holding the banner of this like alternative lifestyle type thing. Um and it's been really cool. I've met all of my closest friends through Suicide Girls. There's a great community. It's a web community based around the models of Suicide Girls. And there's so many different types of people that have come together through 
you know, obviously wanting to look at naked girls, which we all like to do, that all these different groups have formed, like people that are interested in technology or people that are interested in, you know, certain types of music and all these things. Yeah, they have like a community board right. with all different types of subjects. Before the internet was what it was today, when it was just kind of like mm-hmm. chat rooms and, and there wasn't so, so many different outlets for... Um, meeting people online Suicide right. Girls was there Right And, and you're you like can, More alternative mm-hmm. Right like You think of like Tattoos Like dark yeah. eyeliner All that mm-hmm. stuff So And do you have a lot of friends A lot of your your friends here Suicide Girls too Yeah absolutely more? There's over a hundred Suicide Girls in Los Angeles And so through doing events together And um, you kind of find That you have a common bond With these women that you meet That also like to get naked And we How have, did you get into it? Have you always been more alternative? And then you were like Oh You know Get naked uh, at one point, I was in a study abroad program, and I was living in London, and I was super, super broke. And I answered an ad for for an uh, art class looking for someone to come pose in front of the class naked. And I was like, and they were going to pay cash. So I was like, okay, I could do this. So I go, and I show up, and I like derobe, and I, I stand in front of the class. And I was like, I left. And I was like, wow, that was really easy. <laughs> and that was pretty awesome. And like, I feel pretty good. Um, so then I started just to look for more jobs where I could just be naked. getting paid to be naked, right. which I would just, I like being naked anyways. And I was surprised at how easy it was for me to just be naked in public. Well, you're and, hot too, and, right? Oh, but also to have it, to not be nervous, not yeah, be self-conscious. That's a rare. Yeah. And then after that, I moved to New York and I did more of that, but for photographers. And then when I moved to Los Angeles, uh, Suicide Girls had just teamed up with PETA, the animal rights group and they had these giant billboards all down sunset boulevard that said um ink not mink and it was all these hot girls and tattoos like basically naked just saying that they were against animal cruelty and it was the suicide girls so that's i that's then you're like i'm in those are my people yeah exactly um so i have a question so i I know according to your blogs Mm -hmm. we we read all about you um you were raised in a christian household that saw sex as a marriage-only situation. Absolutely. Which a lot of people, I think, can relate to growing up in a very religious home where sex is just for procreation. And a lot of people get stuck in that. And they're, even if they decide to get, they can't get out of those feelings of, of you know, sex is, you know, something, I'm doing something wrong and shameful. So I'm wondering how you were able to break through that. Yeah, I um, I actually was super, super involved in my church as a, as a young adult and as a high schooler to the point where I went to a Christian college um, the Bible Institute of Los wow. Angeles. Wow! Yes, the Biola. <laughs> and um, when I was there, I saw I I really uh, saw all these people kind of s- struggling with their sexuality and kind of like you know feeling like they were being sinful. And even I did like I felt guilty if I wore like a low cut shirt. And it was something well, that was Bible like, school. Yeah, really anti <laughs> like my inner tendencies like myself. And so I did a study abroad program where I wound up going to London. And because I was away from everything and everyone that I knew and basically, I mean, on a different continent, it allowed me to just kind of be introspective and figure out who I really was at my core. Right. And then you were naked. And then I was like, like, I like to be naked. (laughs) I have sexual feelings. I've been having sexual feelings. Um, And so I was like, I felt bad for all of my peers in Bible school who were told, can't have sex, sex is bad, no sex thoughts. And then the day that you're married, all of a sudden, um, never mind, it's good, have lots of sex, you're supposed to be having sex with your husband. And to me, 
I was like, that doesn't make sense. How could they possibly right. be told, no, 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 no. Okay, now it's okay. Go. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like, so in your mind, because a lot of people don't even question it because they grew up with it. And right. And they're like, oh, well, now I'm in Bible school. So, so did you... Oh, yeah, sorry. I was going to ask, so when you came back from this experience yeah. and you started sharing it with people, like, what was the reaction? I think people were kind of surprised, but they were also, then they started asking me a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, I would get all these, like, emails or, like, Facebook messages and be like, um, so, you know, this, 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 that, and it became common knowledge to me that it wasn't just me, that everyone was struggling with this, and I had so many friends that got married right out of graduating from Christian school who never even saw their significant other naked mm. before they, they got married. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And it's like, it's just not healthy. And so I was like, there's a need to, for people to speak out, especially women that sex is healthy if you're doing it in a healthy way, in a way that is good for you. Right. And masturbation is healthy because there's such like an anti-masturbation well, thing. You, when did you start masturbating? Yes. Like, did you have to like repress it for a while? And then I you're did. like, F it, I'm in London, I'm naked. Like, yeah. When, when I was like 11, I remember kind of like grinding up with another girl, like a girl, um, a girlfriend. And we kind of experimenting that way, but we didn't know, or at least I didn't know what I was doing that right. I was like wrong. And then when I was in college at Biola, I was kind of like, I don't think masturbation is bad. I still thought sex was bad. Like, I can't have sex before I'm married. But I'm like, I don't think it says anything like wrong about masturbation. Like, it feels really good. So really I started good. I started using uh, the handle of a hairbrush, right? Very common. And it was that old Nokia phone. Do you guys remember that first Nokia phone that everyone had that you like yeah, played yeah. snake on or whatever? Mm-hmm. So you could like put it on the setting where you could choose how you wanted your phone to vibrate. Mm-hmm. So I would use that and a hairbrush handle. Very innovative. Wow. <laughs> You're like the MacGyver of sex toys. I was like you the are. MacGyver of sex toys. I had to be. <laughs> I had to be. I was thinking of making this bumper sticker that was like the hairbrush with like a cross. That's <laughs> so, so many women. Was it, so it wasn't a vibrate. You made it a vibrate. That's because so many women use yeah. the vibrating hairbrushes, oh. vibrating toothbrushes. Oh, yeah. But you yeah. were like, this doesn't vibrate, but I'm going to find something <laughs> yeah. that, make it, that will make it. I was like, I'm going to make this work. MacGyver. That's totally amazing. MacGyver. So then you had an orgasm using a vibrator. I did, yeah. And then you advanced. I did. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't lose my virginity um, with a guy until I was 22. So it took a while wow. and it was a lot of like introspection and then finally being like, I'm okay with this and I want to do it and it's not wrong. But I had to get to that place in myself mentally before I could actually physically go through with it. Okay. And then once I had sex, I was like, oh, the, the world hasn't turned to lava. It's not, ex- right. there's not volcanoes, <laughs> like things aren't exploding and, and, um, and I was like, this is actually a really amazing experience. And I'm I'm glad that I waited this long to the point where I had mentally prepared myself. You had time to think about it. You weren't pressured yeah. into it. You made a decision. Made you already decision. knew your body. Exactly. You I had knew my orgasm body. with a toothbrush. And then and sex was amazing for me. And even my first time was amazing. So really? it was great. Did you have an orgasm yeah. the first time? I did. Oh, geez. And I felt really, really lucky because so I knew that wasn't that experience. And, and in that regard, I'm glad that I had kind of had the opportunity to to wait and to think about it before I had sex. Yeah, no, and in a way that is really good because mm-hmm. so many people just, they get into it because they, they get pressured. They, they think right. they have to. Were and you so, able to convert any of your friends into your... I did, you know, so <laughs> one of these girls that I went to Biola with, we wound up moving together mm-hmm. in together after I came back um, into a small apartment in Hollywood. And we went on this like sex toy binge where we like bought all these sex toys like to experiment with. And, um, you know, it was just kind of like, then it became this like breaking out of what we had known where we went almost like the opposite yeah, direction. That's people mm-hmm. tend to do the pendulum yeah. swings in the yeah. other direction. Exactly. And so I'm kind of glad that my childhood 
was the way that it was. So now I had this passion about speaking to women about masturbating and like being open with their sexual Exactly. I mean, that's probably one of, I would say if I had to talk about my top three things is really helping women because sex, we can help the guys a lot too, but women, if you don't know your own bodies, it's not going to work out for you. Like you think that someone's just going to come in and figure it out. Now you were, well, you had already done your work and then you had an orgasm the first time. Yeah. Which is great. And I, so rare. It is so rare. And I think it goes to a lot. I tell people about working out your pelvic floor muscles and I'm like, just like you work out your bicep, like you need to work out your pelvic floor muscles and you can do that through masturbation and it's such a good do you, way. Do you work yours out regularly? I do. I use the Kegel. The Kegel balls? Um, no, I have Kegel balls. There's a, there's a, a product called Kegel. Oh, And it okay. has an iPhone app. I've seen those, yep. It's really cool. But there's, I mean, there's plenty of ways right. to work out your Kegel muscles. Right, that's good. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really important. So you said you also started working at a sex toy store. I did. Hollywood. Yeah, and so that was random. I, uh, I quit a job right at the the brink of uh, the 2008, like when everyone got <sighs> fucked, right? Bad time. Yeah. Those are really yeah. bad times. And I was like, oh my gosh. But I had always shopped at this one store on Hollywood Boulevard for laundry. Was it Hustler Hollywood? Or? No, okay. it was called Bed Behavior. Okay. Which is such a like clever bad, name. Bad, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I always went in there to get lingerie and stuff for Suicide Girl shoots. And I kind of knew the girls that worked there and they're like, oh, you could start working here, like try it out. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I started working there. I loved it. I've never loved a job more. Tell me why. I really liked people coming in who were kind of like shy and it could be like an old grandma or like a young girl and helping them find a really great sex toy and then having them come back and be like, that was awesome or like recommending lube that changes people. (sighs) I had this one um, gay gentleman who came in and he's like, I like the lube. Every lube sucks. And I and I introduced him to some lube specifically made for anal sex. Oh, uh, like anal glide? Yeah, yeah. analyze. I think it was analyze right. me by pure. Anal, oh, pure. And he came back with a bracelet for me. He's like, you changed my life. Thank you so much. A bracelet? A bracelet. He brought me a right. gift for recommending lube. Nice. Right. And, well, but it's like, people are so confusing. You go, that's why I teach to talk about specific toys. Because I only talk about things that I love and that I've tried. But it's like, it can be so overwhelming for people. They're like, I don't, I've never, I don't, I've never had an orgasm. Like, am I going to plunk down a hundred bucks if it's not so great? So it's right. that you work in a store and you can really like tease it out of people. Like, well, how do you yeah. orgasm? And, and what people, do you like? people should go in and ask. I think people go into sex shops and they never talk to the, to the employees, but you should, because they are, you know, they have a wealth of information about the products they work with. And they I think that most people want to help you out. What was the first toy you tried besides the toothbrush MacGyver? Thing? Yeah, it was a clitoral like bullet. The pocket rocket. It was bullet. called the Nubby Bullet. The Nubby Bullet. Nubs yeah. are good. Nubs are really good. <laughs> Which is like such a weird name, but yeah. it was the Nubby awesome. Bullet. Um, and it had um, it had like a, a the speed control was a dial, which is still one of my mm. favorite things when it's a dial, so you can kind of like yeah. go up and down. You don't have to fidget with too many buttons. Um, but that thing lasts me forever, and now I just go through vibrators. What do you like? Yeah. So what's your favorite toy right now? Oh, well, real quick before you answer yeah. that one, I'm sorry. When you're working at the sex toy shop, what was the most popular item? So, so how many it, years ago was it? This was 2008. Okay. okay. So it then became the Nubby Bullet because I was such a huge <laughs> yeah. fan. But I'd be so like, pushing it. More pushing Nubby Bullets. Bullets. I hope they gave you commission on it. Was the, the yeah, Nubby we did get a commission. <laughs> it was, you know, and it was like, I was a, it was Who a makes it? Because I know people are going to be emailing. Toy. I know. All right. It's probably a $10 toy. Don't yeah. buy it. I don't even know if it still exists. It was Cal Exotics. It was probably. I use the Lalo Smart Wand now, which I really like. You like Lalo Smart Wand? Yep, that's that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I also use the oscillator, oh, and that's like my old standby. The oscillator is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it has a little nub on it. Has a, it does. It's hard to explain. It has a little turning thing on the end mm-hmm. of it, and it's like goes like this. There's a there's an attachment called the golden spoon. That's yes. my favorite one. I kill a lot of sex toys. You do? Yes. Well, you could use them a lot. Do you I ever do? Do you lot. do photography with 
using toys and stuff? I don't. Um, actually, that's a lie. I <laughs> do. I've shot a lot with strap-ons, like wearing them or with dildos, but I haven't shot with like a okay. vibrator. And are you bisexual? I wouldn't necessarily label myself bisexual. I say that I'm like sexually fluid or sexually right. open. Right. Um, but I do regularly sleep with both women and men. Okay. So you're not in a relationship? Are you in a relationship? I'm in that? a relationship. Um, my boyfriend's sitting outside. Oh, but that's your boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. We have a really cool relationship um, where he's a touring musician. He actually leaves on tour tomorrow. And so we can sleep with whoever we want when he's gone on tour. And when he's here, I can still sleep with women. Okay. So when so. he's here, you can say, and when he's gone, men are women. Yeah. And now I have a question. Do you guys talk? Is it don't ask, don't tell? No. We um, Our thing is we. you can ask as many questions as you want, but the information that you have to give is the morning after you have sex, you just text and say, hey, just wanted to let you know that I slept with someone last night. And then the other person can say, ask as many questions as they want. Okay. And then you, you have to answer. And how have you dealt with jealousy in this world? How long have you guys been together, first of all? Um, we've been together a little over a year. Okay. And he tours a for three months, about every two months, he okay. leaves on a three-month tour. Jealousy, it's not that I don't have jealousy. I think that it's um, mentally going through while, why I'm feeling jealous, and I think it's a positive thing to feel jealousy towards your partner, and it's how you handle it and whether it becomes constructive to your relationship or not. So um, I... I think I'm reading a lot and having resources of people who have similar relationships and also understanding the psychology of jealousy and why humans feel the certain way that they do, which is how I came to wanting to always have an open relationship. Right. To begin with. Sounds like Emily's dream. I know. know. And I've been working on it. I'm telling you, I've been working on it over the years. It's not easy. I don't think that it's 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 necessarily, it's not for everyone and it's not something, um, it's not something easy, but it's definitely easier as it goes along and easier than I thought it would be originally. And you probably get closer and more into it because there are no secrets, really. Like, you exactly. really... And after, it's almost the weirdest thing because after you sleep, or at least for me, and I know that he's expressed the same thing, like, after we sleep with someone else, you almost miss the other person more. Right, because like, you guys have that intimate yeah. connection, that, mm-hmm. the intimacy. But I have a question for you. Is there any rules with you guys that, like, you can't... It's hard to say this, but you can't develop an emotional attachment or it can't... Uh, I know everyone has their own rules. You can't yeah. sleep with the same person again twice. We have... I, I don't like him. I say don't sleep with any girls under 21. That's <laughs> like, a good rule. Any, yeah. Right? Like youngins. Um, and also like no uh, texting that's not like I'm setting up a date. Right. So like no texting after or before that's not like, hey, I'm going to meet you here. I'll meet you here or whatever. Okay. Like, and how about with you? Like does he... Because he's gone for three months. So mm-hmm. he's out and then you're here and... But it has never been a time where you met someone and you're like, wow, this is really great. Because three months is a long time. Yeah. And then, then he comes back in town and then you're like, can't talk to you anymore? Or yeah. What? I think I try to be really honest about my relationship and then honest with myself also. And if I feel myself growing attached, then I'll just kind of try to separate See, myself See, that's from really that. healthy. That's mm-hmm. really healthy because I think that is the hard part. Um, and trying to understand that, like, because I get, I, I have the ability to really love many people, I think, and yeah. to connect. And so. And you definitely will feel tender towards people that you're sleeping with. And I think that's definitely, uh, you can't just sleep. I mean, sometimes maybe you sleep with someone you don't feel tender towards them. And yeah. you're just like, what and you're like, like, don't let the but door hit you in the I ass. I think right? I wouldn't expect him to always feel that way about people that he sleeps with. And I'm sure he doesn't f- and feel, expect me to feel that way. Like, you will feel tender towards people. And I think right. that that's normal. Okay. And then you guys also have, do you have threesomes and stuff? We haven't. I've had a lot of threesomes in the past. I used to actually be part of a a triad where um, it was a married (laughs) couple and me. Wow. So, um, but we haven't had a threesome in our relationship yet. I don't, I'm, it's not because we're against it. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Yeah, you guys have been busy. Yeah, we've been busy with other people. (laughs) It's really busy. You got to coordinate all their schedules and stuff like that. You know, so it's true. So what about um, dating in LA though, when you got here? 
What do you think about that? Like, how did you met people online mostly? Yeah, I did. I mean, I eventually there will be a book because my online dating experiences are pretty crazy. Uh, I tried to do like an OkCupid date at least once a week for some time um, in Los Angeles, even before I moved to San Francisco. And it was uh, crazy. It was a lot. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people. But what about, okay, so you're more into kinky, right? Mm-hmm. So do you put that out there and how do you explain it to people? Or they're like, what do you mean? Like kinky can mean so many things. Like, yeah, like what yeah. level? What level of kinky? I think I say kinky, but pretty much right away if I'm on a date with someone, it'll go there maybe right away. Um, and it's kind of like a litmus test because you can you can notice when someone's like scared and they're not into it or if they're intrigued and they want to know more. So is it on the first date you'll even bring it up? up? Yeah, it's not even that I necessarily want to. I feel like it always does. It just ha- it just comes up. The sex. The sex. Does yeah. he bring it up? The guy usually? You know, well, they ask what it's you do. probably me. Yeah. And, and I for, can't get around it. I can't. Like, yeah. Like yeah. It. I can't get around it. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And for a long time, I worked for um, stockroom.com, which is a kink, oh, yeah. kinky toy place. And, um, and yeah, especially if someone comes back to my house, like I have a lot of kinky artwork. I have amazing glass dildos on display. Like there's, there's like, there's kinky stuff happening in right. my house. Yeah. There's no, there's to be in my living room. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't hide it. You can't. They're sending me like a thing to cover But yeah, I've, to- right. You really can't hide no. it. Mm-mm. But like, if you, if you're with somebody though, and he's like, I'm not into that. It freaks me out. Then you're like, we're not going past this. Yeah. I remember uh, dating someone for maybe like a couple weeks and I like to have sex. I almost always like, there's a point it's like, I always almost if I felt a connection with someone had sex on the first date and then it was like okay I want to have sex with this person again or I don't or I want to see them again or I don't like I knew pretty much like after that or before that so you had sex with them on the first date just so you knew you're like why waste time no if I wanted to like if I felt a connection and I was like okay cool like I like this person I want to have sex and then it was like almost like okay like yeah, I want to have sex with them again, or no, nah, then we didn't right. have a connection. It didn't jive. So, are you more dominant or submissive in bed? Or does it it switch? depends. Uh, with girls, I love to strap on and uh, be dominant and be the one like with the dick. Like, right. it's really, <laughs> I, I don't know. I have major penis envy. Um, yeah, me too. But with guys, it, I really want someone to take hold and kind of like uh, be a little bit more aggressive with me. So, it depends on the on the situation. situation. What about like, are you into like bondage, BDSM? Yeah, my latest thing has been playing with electricity. Oh yeah, there's so many great oh electro stim vibes yes. out there too. Oh my what gosh, what's going on? Talk to Menace. Okay. I know Menace. Menace. Uh, electro sex. Okay. This is the, my newest thing. So um, there's this thing. It's called the Power Tripper, and you plug it into a neon wand. So the neon wand is like. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it's it. like a clear. It's like a clear glass. Yeah, it's like it's like a wand, and you can put different attachments in it, and basically it conducts electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use this wand, and I can touch you, and you would feel like a little shock. Okay. But it feels good. It feels shock. good. It <laughs> just, it's just like <laughs> menace is inching away from I'm me like, as wait. we're talking. He's <laughs> rolling across the room. Um, and so there's this thing, it's called the power tripper. So you basically plug into an electrical source and then it makes you conductive of electricity. So your whole body, your fingers, if you're a dude, your dick is putting out tiny electrical. And it can feel really good. Like vibrations and electrical yes. together too. Yeah. So it's a, it's really, really amazing and fun to play with. Wait, okay, hold on. I feel like Superman. I know. Now I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how it works. You're thinking of getting like shocked and like your No, 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 not that part. So I'm plugging it in 
And then how am I attaching it to my so body? So you plug it in and mm-hmm. it's like a wire and then it has like mm-hmm. a metal square uh-huh. and you can put it in your underwear or like in a garter or however, okay. in your bra or however you want to put it on. So it has contact with your skin and mm-hmm. then you become, you conduct the electricity. Wow. So like your yeah. fingers or your, it's really it's cool. It's on Amazon? Do you feel... Which one do you recommend? Go to goodvibes.com. Yeah, goodvibes.com. Use code Emily and get some Electra Stim. I just got the Jimmy Jane Touch one that's Electra Stim too. Have you tried that yet? I haven't tried that. I do love Jimmy Jane products though. Me too. I just got it in the mail, so I'm going to try it, man. I'll I'll report back to you as well how it works. But do you feel that the guys like it, men like it, and you like like it as well? Or do you like it more? I can imagine you were smoking weed and doing that. That would (laughs) be crazy you're like whoa what's going on is there is there a lightning storm have you used that weed lube <laughs> no i haven't but i heard about I, it yeah i used it yeah do you like it i did it was i yeah Faria. it was uh it was crazy i don't smoke weed at all mm-hmm. uh, maybe every once in a while so i turned into like total stoner when i was getting fucked and i was using that <laughs> lube i was like whoa yeah like i just right. all of a sudden transformed into stoner Land. Exactly, but do you feel like it may give you more orgasms? Or? I feel like it long it elongated elongates my your orgasms. orgasms. Yeah, I mean, I I tried it. I you know I didn't have a crazy reaction. Like some people have mm. great reactions, some people don't. But you know, why not try everything? I feel like there's nothing I will not try at least. I once. feel the same way. Like I will. I'm open to trying everything, and I'll say no or yes. Exactly. Okay, yeah. when we come back. We're gonna get more into your sex life and some more toys that you love and menace sex life. I think we just gotta push a sex toy item take home. I went over to my best girlfriend's house to cheer her up after a recent breakup. Of course, I bought her a care package that I thought would do the trick. And not to brag, but I nailed it. I hadn't seen her that excited since prom. See, I'm pretty gifted at gifting pleasure, but the combination of the magic wand rechargeable and a pint of ice cream had her this close to forgetting about her heartache. She had no idea that the magic wand was now unleashed from its cord. She couldn't believe it had four intensity levels, four new vibration patterns, the same mind-blowing power as the original, and can easily be used in any room of the house. And hey, she can even throw it in her bag on her next date, when she's ready, of course. And get this, I haven't heard from her since, so I think the two of them will be very happy together. But let's be honest, who wouldn't? The Magic Wand Rechargeable is the sure thing. To get yours, just go to magicwandemily.com or click the banner on my website today. So I was at a party the other day, and like always, the conversation turned to sex. And like always, I brought up Joe Lubes. Someone asked about sensual massage, which got me going about Donna by Joe. Donna is Joe's collection of bath and body products like shave gel and bubble bath and, of course, massage oil. I love Donna products. Not only do they feel and smell amazing, they are all aphrodisiac infused, which makes everything super sensual. From linen spray to massage candles, you can build an entire evening or weekend around Donna experiences. So if you're looking for a great gift or you want to have a super sexy evening, then Donna is your new girlfriend. Click on the Donna banner on my site or search D-O-N-A in my store. It's so crazy, though, when we started this show about 10 years ago, I would just jokingly say all these crazy sex toy ideas. And uh, 10 years ago, I'm like, what? And she, she like couldn't even grasp it. I was like, 
wouldn't it be cool if I, let's say, I'm here in San Francisco, and then some girl <laughs> is, like, in Illinois, and I can, you know, plug in something into my computer and have sex with it, and on the other side, like, she could be, like, getting penetrated, whatever. Yeah, and now, and now that stuff happening is happening. Here, flashlight, the key room. always ahead of that. my time. <laughs> Menace, you, you have been a millionaire. I know. Menace throws out these, like, <laughs> I'm taking seriously, I'm like, you yeah. never use a sex toy, but yes, the key room exists. <laughs> have you never used a sex toy of any type? Uh yeah no I've I've used sex toys like, I just uh, I'll be I'll ask I'll admit, which one let's yeah I want to know which one yeah have you used a, like I've, a vibrating cock ring the um the uh something I don't know I don't pay attention never he's never <laughs> used one you don't pay attention it vibrated yeah it like vibrated was it the size it was of an egg it was a ru- uh, did it look like rubber fa- was it metal. phallic it was phallic. are you talking about something were you sticking it up your bum <laughs> no no God no Magnus but. We're working. We're already. We're just working on him to like talk about sex. Uh, there's this whole thing that I'm jo- that I joke about on the show where it's like, you know, you use a sex toy. It's a gateway drug. You know, once you get there, next thing, you know, you start with a bullet, and then next thing you know, you're using something that's, that's called true. a dump truck. That's true. You know, and then <laughs> and I don't know. And then if you're like, who knows? Maybe you know, my partner, uh, she's not satisfied with uh, just what she's we're doing. She's gonna leave you for the vibrator. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of that. But maybe if we're satisfied in what we're doing without the toys, then cool. But if there's something that they want to bring into the situation, then go ahead. I'm not against that. Right. You're not you against know? it. That's but good, you're nice. you saying that I should be the pusher and the person just have that to, says, honey, I could bring like, you, you know what? We need to bring in. No, the it's not. It's, there's five, no need. There's no need. It's that sex it's just is it's, it's magic different wand. sensations. Your penis will never when be able to electro, electrostimulate her. You will not be able to electro. What if she loves but electro? I'm not, ag- I'm not against that. I'm just saying if. If you're okay with what you're doing yeah. now, no, fine. things sound great. If it's but if, it ain't if you're folks, in a relationship if it ain't folks, and you want to bring broken, it in, don't fix it. no, I think that's I think that's the wrong attitude. Yeah. I think you know, bring th- if things are great the way they are now, think of how much more amazing they can be when you add things. Exactly, I agree. I'm just saying that I'm not going to be the initiator. You know how you love Disneyland. Yes. And there's all these rides. Maybe every Sunday there's Disneyland. new rides. Mm-hmm. And the sense there's like, oh my God, I can't wait till next year we're going to go on that ride. But this year I'm going to go upside down and do it three times in this Ferris wheel. <laughs> not that whatever the great rides are there now because I haven't been there like you have in 20 years. But <laughs> like, it's not like this ride, the one that you go upside down and the one where you go really fast on the Ferris wheel or the, what's it called, roller coaster is so much better. They're both thrilling experiences. I you understand. don't have to choose. And I know I'm going to get blown up on emails. No, like, oh, not. how's he on sex we're with Emily? And he's not up. No, they don't. He's not getting you know the anal ripper and all no, in that <laughs> the new all that new device and stuff I'm just ripper. saying that look do whatever the hell you want to do I don't care and if you want to bring it into the situation I'm not against that either okay good I'm just saying I'm that I'm it. not the initiator when it comes to that stuff. okay I got it Moxie back to your sex life I'm yeah. very interested <laughs> In your sex life. Okay, yeah, Maxie, I'm very interested <laughs> in your sex life. So I want to know about how, um, like, when you say you're like into more kinky or BDSM, like, do you feel like in the last few years, even that you're always kind of pushing the envelope with it and you want to keep raising the bar or like, is there anything no. new you've tried lately? I think uh, maybe, um, maybe like five years ago before like kinky was, before there was uh, 50 Shades of Grey right. or whatever, and people were more aware of kinky behavior I would always kind of do this thing where it could be a, a guy that I was having sex with once or that I'd have multiple time where I'd have a ball gag or right next to my bed so he'd be fucking like maybe he'd be fucking me from behind it and I'd just put on the ball gag and then I'd turn around just to kind of like 
test them? Yeah. yeah. To kind of see what their reaction and was. what would it be? Almost always the guy like thought it was really hot, but also was like, I've never had anyone do that to right. me before. See that, okay. That is such a good example there. Because people are like, how, we have to have so many shows on how do mm-hmm. I introduce my partner? Leave it by your bed and just turn put it on. on. <laughs> put it on. Yeah, exactly. But did he know what to do with the ball gag? Did he know to like pull it? Or no, no. It? I just put it on so I just like have it in my mouth and you're like, you know, turn around. It's just like the visual stimulation of like, whoa. Right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I see. I think that, what about using sex toys with partners? Are you ever like, how do you bring that in? I always have a sex toy, probably eight sex toys by my bed. And I will just, I would always grab, I mean, having the Hitachi Magic Wand right. be wireless Same. is amazing. Right. But um, a wand type toy so that when I'm getting fucked behind, from behind, right. I can be using it on my clitoris. Exactly. And oftentimes the guys love it because that vibration is reverberating into them mm. and they're like whoa they love it they love it they're like oh my god yeah. my balls feel the vibration yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah good. i never feel the vibration on my balls exactly yeah that's they get ex- so psyched they do that's a great way to just leave it out don't just, worry what people are gonna think just leave it out Women and turn it on and just stop over analyzing it so yeah. yeah and do you find that like so you said you orgasm easily the first yeah. time you had sex how do you typically orgasm do they, like clitorally g-spot both I mean, when I'm masturbating, I almost always use a clitoral stimulation and, right. uh, and uh, orgasm clitorally. Um, when I'm having sex, either with a woman where she's wearing a strap on um, or with a guy, I can have vaginal orgasms um, and I do squirt, which has had some weird shock. Like some guys have been really shocked by that. Shocked, happy or shocked? Like what? Depends. Maybe they never experienced shocked, that before. weirded out. Yeah. yeah, some really I, like. Oh my god, that's awesome! And some like, so. Uh, did you pee? Oh, what just happened? Yeah. yeah, I know. Right now, I, do you feel like there's certain positions that make you squirt yeah. right, like G spot? Yeah, always. Um, almost when I'm on top. Yeah, and then I can kind of like. Then I'm kind of also grinding my clit like on the dude's stomach. Right, and so then I have I'm having multi stimulation things happen. But do you feel like every time you squirt, you're having an orgasm? But can't you do you squirt without orgasm? I can sometimes. So usually it happens in like spurts of three. So the first time that I squirt, it's almost simultaneous with orgasms. And then maybe like almost immediately two times, like I'll like insertion, come out, squirt, insertion, come out, squirt. Just, and those times aren't necessarily with orgasm. Those are right. separate. Because I feel like it's been a little, same for me, a little mm-hmm. with both. Guys yeah. like, wow. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't orgasm. But the first time I do, same yeah. thing, same mm-hmm. exact thing. I, I totally get it. Um, Manus, have you ever had anyone squirt on you? Uh, multiple times. Were you freaked out or were you like, He oh. laughed. He went to order a pizza. <laughs> he was like, I'm like, oh, much. I did. I got to go to the laundry mat later now. Uh, yeah. Right. That's a bummer. Put some towels down, <laughs> it people. Is. Just, it is messy. Yeah. Even if you buy a waterproof mattress, I got buy, like this. A, buy a floaty boat thing, one of those rafts or something. I got this throw from Liberator. It was like, whatever, the sex right. throw that's supposed to be waterproof. And then it messed with me mentally. So then whenever my partner and I would put it down before we had sex, mm-hmm. I wouldn't squirt. Right, because you're like, you prepared uh, for it. Yeah. Because you want to do oh it so God. bad. Damn so, it. I got to get one of those throws, though. That's a good one. They are good. Yeah, but then I was just like, oh, fuck it, because it couldn't, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you're like psyching yourself mm-hmm. out. I totally get it. Um, okay, so G-spot, and the G-spot orgasms are, do you feel like you have a clitoral orgasm first and then the G-spot? Uh, when I'm having sex? Yeah, when I'm on top, it's kind of like, I feel like it starts with clitoral and then it's the whole right. body. Mm-hmm. Right. And do you feel like that came naturally for you or you had to learn that more through? Like, how would you teach a woman? Because yeah. I get these questions all the time. I would say um, masturbate a lot. 
clitorally. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and it is, it's like, it's muscle memory and it's muscle contraction. It's like the same as if you're lifting weights and you're working out your biceps. So it's just like, it'll come easily to you. You, you will get stronger. It's the same with your, your whole system down there. Exactly. So. And pelvic floor exercises really help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, uh, let's answer some emails. I'd okay, love yeah. to get your help here. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you everybody for emailing me feedback at sexwithemily.com. And you've all, you guys have been so great lately because you're remembering to give me your age and where you live. Emily, I have a dilemma. I'm really into rough sex, like hair pulling, spanking, tie me up, hard and fast kind of rough sex. My boyfriend isn't. He likes the sensual, slow and romantic kind. Don't get me wrong. Every Which now guy and then, wants that? I don't know. A lot. Not you, but every now I think and then. Ninety-nine point nine percent. They want. They what? They want. They want slow. what she wants, and they're like looking for a girl like that. Well, here we go. Not everyone. Clearly, every now and then, it's nice to have that. But he's completely closed the idea of rough sex because he doesn't want to hurt me. How can I ease the idea onto him better? Thank you, Molly. I'm tossing this to you, Maxie. Tequila. Ooh. It's always the answer. Tequila. Yeah. That's a rough one. Um, I would say maybe start out with something that doesn't feel so violent. Um, so maybe not tying up. Maybe start with some light spanking, like just the hand. Take his hand and yeah. show him how she likes to be yeah. spanked. Yeah, exactly. Where I put a ball gag on. Mm-hmm. And no, like, give him hand on the paddle or hand him his hand. Just show him. Because yeah. some guys do it wrong. They, like slap the, <sighs> I know it's the worst. I'm like, hey, babe, underneath there, like the padding part. Right where your cheek meets your thigh is a good sweet spot. Because right. if you go up further, you're going to like hit someone's kidneys or it's just I know, ugh. it's good so bad. Guys lower. spank wrong. They and you're like, wrong. I appreciate, I don't want to like knock them down. I'm like, I appreciate the effort, but that's painful. Oh, yeah. I think um, guiding guiding their hands to the right spot is always a good a good win. Exactly. Guide their hands to the right spot. Mm-hmm. You could also, you know, you could just start talking about it and say, God, I grab my ass. That'd be really hard if you grab my ass right now. I mean, I wouldn't say start out with like the blindfolds and like your dungeon and all of that. Um, but also you can talk about fantasies. Like, mm-hmm. is there anything you want to try? But it's hard if a guy's not into the rough side. Think he's gonna, she thinks he's going to hurt her. So how do you explain like guys? Because a lot of people watch Fifty Shades of Grey. We're talking middle America or wherever. And they're like, I don't get it. I do not intellectually understand how that feels good and how pleasure and pain are so closely connected. And so it can be tricky to get someone to cross over to your side. They can can watch some porn together. Yeah. Read some books. Reading books is always, I'm like a huge book nerd. So I'm always like, I want to find literature on everything. Um, But maybe movies. Yeah. What would you suggest? Any good porn you're into? What kind of porn do you watch? Oh God. I've been stuck in this rut of porn for so long. (laughs) I love massage porn. Massage porn. Yeah, like massage therapist comes in and yes. massages you. Right, and then it scenario. turns into sex. I don't know why. Like, I thought <laughs> everyone a, wants that. I thought it was a phase that I was going yeah. through. You know how you like go through your phases yeah, with totally. porn? I was like, I'm in this phase. And then I was like, I think I've been in that phase for like three years. Nice. How <laughs> do you even find that? I'm watching massage porn. on you porn. porn? So yeah. is it the woman getting a massage? Either way. I'm fine with like the woman getting the massage or the man getting the massage or two girls doing the massage. Do you watch porn most times that you most times you masturbate, or do you also use your own uh, good old imagination? Usually, I start with porn, and then a lot of times I wind up just like closing my eyes and using my imagination. And what do you think about? Do you I like think about my fantasies? own sexual experiences, things that have could, already happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be like the latest one, or it could be like I have a few favorites. But what's your like go to? I have. Um, oh God! I mean, I really like public sex, so I have a few like public sex experiences that I always think about. Yeah, um, is there one in particular? One time, I was driving. I was moving from New York to LA, and I was driving in a cross country, and I drove a white Honda Accord. It was terrible. Um, we've all done that. Yeah. yeah, I've had a white Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah, we probably all had that same mm-hmm. white Honda Accord. Um, but we were on this like stretch of highway in Wisconsin or someplace. 
very rural and um we just pulled over to the side and he bent me over the hood of my car and just like fucked me on the free you know with just like miles of freeway that's hot but it's like the bend over the bend over yeah by the time a car was coming by close enough it was going too fast to really like slow down and be like what's going on sex public sex that's Mm -hmm. that's a hot one how are your parents what you You should totally wear that while having sex have your parents come around uh they don't know oh wow what no way yeah Uh, you know I kind of think that too. I think that if they did know, it's not like they're going to say, like, I'm 30 years old. They're not going to sit me down and be like, hey. Um, we don't approve. We don't right. approve. Because what are they going to do? Like, you can't home, come home for Christmas? Like, right. they, yep. they're like begging me to come home. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, no. And I have a really good relationship, actually, with both my parents and my siblings. And uh, my siblings are aware of what I do, and they're very supportive. And are and they, have they kept more of the religious My sister line? has, and my brother not so much. Okay. Um, but my parents aren't super conservative, uh, but they are Christian. Right. Yeah. So they are not probably logging into your site. Yeah, they are not logging into totally my site. It, yeah. My mom tells everyone, she, has a really, she helps couples with relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my fine mom, whatever you can do. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for being here with thank us. So and I can't me. wait to see you again at your show. And you're beautiful and talented you. and smart. And you can find Moxie on Twitter. It's at Moxie Cotton. That's M-O-X-I-C-O-N-T-I-N. Menace, um, you and your pup, where can we find you? Oh, uh, Instagram, just Menace, M-E-N-A-C-E, and if you want to follow my dog, it's my dog, Chiro. I'd rather follow Instagram. your dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a lot more fun than I she's am. She's really cute. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Madison, for a great show, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket... Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there.